0: com. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds, a billion years in the making.
1: the event horizon of starburst radio the greatest radio show in the universe every wednesday 9 p.m until 11 p.m exclusive to fam radio international
2: Welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce and Mr Chris Hayes. Hello there. And if you want to belong to the Starburst family tonight, you can easily email in at studio at com. You can find a link to that on the Fab Radio International website. And we also have Twitter, don't we? Starburst underscore mag. You see, Chris is a demon on Twitter. He gets so much. He, he whips up a frenzy. He goes viral on a on a on an hourly basis.
3: Oh God, yeah, yeah. You know how many uh, links were... we got on the on the last tweet. Oh, don't you know the bust, one for the, don't burst you know, the, bubble. the one for the show. You know, yeah. saying exactly that. Come come, join the discussion. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the week's news. We're going to be talking a little bit about Game of Thrones. What? maybe that's... Did both of them like us? No, only one person. Oh, right, okay. One. There we go. 50% though. Is there something on tonight? Or Listen,
2: I'm 50% feeling a bit lonely
3: here. I've got
2: 50% of the target
3: there. But maybe you know. it was that Game of Thrones that maybe we've not thought this through. Oh, now yeah. we did a mega Avengers uh, Endgame podcast last time, didn't we? Yeah, there but was the some emphasis people that being it. on the word podcast, though. Yeah. We did a little bit of a live show, yes, which was going through phase one, two, and yep. uh, three of yep. the uh, the MCU.
2: And you'll be pleased to know that 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 is not going to happen tonight. You're actually <laughs> going to have a normal show.
3: And by normal, what do we mean by that, though? I don't know. Yeah, shambolic. I I have no idea. But look, come join the shambles, though. Anyway, so the Endgame stuff, we saved for a podcast, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, We saved for a rainy 24 hours later. So you can either listen to it or you can uh, skip it. It doesn't really matter. A live show, though. Uh-huh. How on earth are we going to talk about last week's Game of Thrones or this week's Game of Thrones, sorry. Oh we will. On a live show. Well we will. Without will we? alienating a lot of people who oh, haven't seen it well,
4: yet. Well we'll just be ten we've minutes not, on it,
2: you know, a bit later we've on. Not but, it through. But, but but I think that you guys want to know what we thought. Did we think because this there's, there's actually a weird little story about this where Save it. we'll we'll Save get into it. that later.
3: Yeah. Yes. But more so, I want to hear what they thought, anyone listening right now, mm. I want your opinions on on that show, yeah. on that particular episode, yeah. The Long Night. The ups and downs. Yeah, sure. It, 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 there might not be any downs. Warts
2: and beauty. Actually, do you know what? What? that's a bad thing that I've just said. Because if you've got warts, that doesn't mean you're not beautiful. No, of course not. I know, so I shouldn't yeah. have said that one knob. Oh well. Yeah,
3: and they come off, don't they? You just you freeze them or something. No, they grow back if you do that. Do
2: Where they? Have you were that? No, they don't. Um, you don't just go, do they? If you freeze. There was a kid at school who had warts. Don't be googling it. I'm not googling it. I did my thing, my phone bust in my pocket. Well, it and you know what it's on. like. It should be on moon. No, it
3: is on mute. Yeah, but is it on moon mode? What's moon? Oh, right. there's okay. a difference. Like
2: airplane it? mode. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. moon
3: base Alpha mode. Yeah. Call it that. No, it's not quite. No. What else do we want people to talk about this week? I mean, we're going to go do a deep dive on the news because since we've been back on this, uh, this season... There's
0: loads We've not
3: they? actually covered a single piece well, of news.
2: Well, you're, you're going to be in luck tonight because they, we are going to give you the pop culture fix that you need. If you don't know what's going on, you're going to know. Wow. There's lots of stuff going on yeah. here. There's lots of new Marvel shows. Uh, you've got an update on what is Stephen Moffat doing after he's left Doctor Who? You've got, has is, is Jordan Peel really made it with the Twilight Zone or not? We're going to answer that one. Lord and Miller, what are they up to? Stan Lee. <laughs> Even Stan Lee is doing something here. He's new. dead, though. I know, and that's not stopped him. You know, there's loads of stuff. James Wan. What is he up to? Oh
3: God. Yeah, he's up to a lot, it turns out. Yeah, I know. I'm sick of writing that guy's name down, you know. I know things it's to come just, each month. No My lord.
2: But our mate Our mate Tarantino. We've I reckon we should start with this one. I mean, uh We've followed him through thick and thin. We've uh, we've loved the movies even the uh, mainstream didn't like. We supported him like through what? everything. Well, Which one? well, Grindhouse did... was 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 a uh, disaster, a flop commercially, yeah. but but we loved it, and Indeed. and we loved both of the movies that came out of it. Expanded, and we even liked the trailers. Although you will be like me, Death Proof is
3: Death is Proof is
2: is fucking is a amazing. Proper movie, yeah. It's Planet an, Terror yeah.
3: really isn't.
2: I know, is it? I know, but. It's still a noble experiment, yeah, that shouldn't have bombed in the manner that he did. I mean, it bombed where he didn't even make a fraction back of what it cost.
3: I always remember, he says, not even our fans turned out to see that I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the poster the other night, actually, and it's like two and a half hours of non-stop action. Uh, Tarantino and Rodriguez are back, two back, two and a half hours was cited at the time as Mm. being way too long yeah and very alienating yeah and the whole world's just sat through a three-hour movie you know what i mean and they didn't blink
0: yeah it was called the grindhouse theaters that played back-to-back movies featuring uncensored sexuality and hardcore thrills now tarantino and rodriguez are bringing the grindhouse back with two explosive feature films. First, they're stealing biochemical weapons. When the laws of science are broken, the last hope for humanity rests in the hands of a few. Doc Block, his prescription, pain. We are going to lose the arm, Joe. What do you mean, lose arm? My arm? Dakota, one hot mama who knows the score.
1: If anyone comes to the door, I want you to run. Love well, his dad.
0: Hello, baby.
1: Especially if it's your dad.
0: El Rey, cross him and it's uh-huh. lights out. And Cherry Darling. I made you something. She tastes like trouble. <laughs> With an attitude to boot. In Robert Rodriguez, Planet Terror. Then. Buckle up, because a new kind of terror is coming at 200 miles per hour. Ladies, we're gonna have some fun. There are a few things as fetching as a bruised ego on a beautiful angel. Is that cowboy wisdom? I'm not a cowboy, Pam. Something. Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. This car is 100% death proof. Only to get the benefit of it, honey, you really need to be sitting in my seat. Two adrenaline-fueled roller coasters. One ticket to ride in two and a half hours of pure dynamite planet terror and death proof only at the grind
1: house
3: uh, made the most m- money ever what's it up to now end game
2: oh, it, oh i add that as yeah. a uh, an it, update for later On day six, not today, not including today's total, by midnight last night, it had just bust 1.5 billion. Incredible. In six days. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to do, but do you know what? I'm just saying this, just from my personal feelings, I would frigging love it to bust Avatar. It needs to. 2.7. That can't be... The movie that's the number one movie in terms of financial success in in whatever. No, this has got if it can just do you know what if it can just get to two point four, and then it gets released on Blu-ray. Those those amounts that will take it over. It will. It'll take it over three. I want this to be a three billion movie, not because I'm some obsessed Marvel Studios fan, because. Avatar is so shit, it's untrue. I used to love it when uh, Starburst doesn't do this anymore, by the way. But every year, I used to look forward to this genre chart, in fiscal terms, of the most successful movies ever. And when I started reading this in Starburst, it was Star Wars and a few others, blah, blah, blah. Then E.T. beat Star Wars. And that, that came up. And, and all these things mattered. Do you know what I mean? I was reading it, and then we just stopped doing it. Do you, don't we? Me and you. We were off uh, like um, growing up.
1: <laughs> we, mm. were,
2: we weren't here then. These were uh, our, our elder forebears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just stopped doing it. And I love that. I love that chart because, yeah, every year we'd, we'd be looking at this, and then one year someone's going to beat Avatar. And it adds a sort of football perspective to it, doesn't
3: it? Where it's a sport, almost. But yeah. we would have been printing the last... Uh, the, the same uh, chart, basically, for Not the last Not really, ten no. It, years. it changed
2: a lot in
3: the mid-section, because of yeah.
2: Marvel Studios. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. the
3: mid-section. But it doesn't make for exciting reading anymore,
4: does it? But, you know, anymore, you've, got have,
3: you've got to have a bump up, though, when, it, when
2: money becomes... You know, it, immer- it evolves money. I mean, like... 300 million take for a movie 20 years ago was like, oh, my God, we made 300 million, yeah, yeah. you know, different. and it cost 25 to make. And now you spend 350, 400 million, and you want to break the billion,
3: don't you? Of course you do, yeah. Because yeah, you'll and, spend, inevitably, yeah. a studio spends that much money. They spend yeah. that again On promotion. Yeah. I mean, they'll use their own companies. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie (laughs) essentially never makes a profit. We
2: know how it works. Yeah. Yeah. We know how it works. Anyway,
3: circle back to uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Grindhouse. So, So, great. You're saying Grindhouse was one of the ones that was uh, ignored. Yeah. And and I I personally, and
2: you. Don't agree with this. I thought that Jackie Brown should have made more money than it did, and you—it wasn't one of your favourites. Well, he didn't a... write no, it. No, no. But...
3: It was—it was, a, it was a still a hit. It's
4: yeah, still a no. Big it hit. made
3: money. Yeah, yeah. No.
2: no.
4: Yeah, and and
2: and I
3: think he that... did write it. He just didn't write the source material. No, he did. You it's know an adaptation. I mean. yeah. I'm it's, disappointed. it's not his creation. I yeah. want to spend time in his world. So I know not, that I uh, know. Elmore Leonard's world. But but
2: he he did. He did care
3: about it, though. Look, I mean, it's I got mean... a massive fan base. If you ask, if you did a yeah. census across yeah. the world, that'd probably, probably be number one. Maybe that's Maybe. what he or says. Or in the
2: top five, definitely. I mean,
3: I didn't. I, I have yeah. top five. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Easily. But I'm
2: just saying, though, that I get that he feels attached to certain things, and he should be allowed. He, right? If if when we leave here tonight, he is. You he's get... attached to that one. Yeah. that's his favorite movie. Yeah. Well, if we leave here tonight. And you get run over as we're leaving Moonbase Alpha, and that's it. We go to the funeral and all Jesus, that. That's yeah. Dark. Then I've got to. On, I dude. would. I would want to adapt the last thing you wrote. You know. I'm just saying. I'd want to do that. I'd want to make that happen and do well, it. As yeah. A movie. So I do get. I
3: get I've the gone. emotional attachment. No, but hang you know? on, though. It's like, yeah. I, I'm. A, it's not going to happen. Nah, going to be. I'm fine. a screenwriter, so I yeah. should hope that you want to uh, make the last thing that I wrote, because I know, at yeah. least then. Oh, I know. You're yeah. a bad example, but I mean that
2: there's a connection Not where a he, he you got felt he an adapted about little
3: it. Shopping list that I wrote or something. No, no. I mean, Andrex Moist. You know I mean. light. He he
2: he liked that guy. He Diet loved Coke. that book, and he he was in a position where he Link's went, cold. "Oh, I can I can do it." Cotton buds. Uh, Cotton buds.
1: What was
2: what was you saying? I'm just saying he he was in a position where he could do it, and he he did it, but. There's always moments where people have gone. Oh, he's lost it now. He's not doing very well. But yeah, all I've got to say to you guys, Inglorious Bastards, that wasn't long ago, and he he made it was a massive box office hit. Who's yeah.
3: saying he's lost it, Martin? Oh well, he's not here tonight. He's not here.
2: Are you, Martin?
4: No, I'm not here. I'm sorry, I'm not here.
2: Actually, we'll do it this way. Wait a minute.
4: What are you doing now? No, I'm not here. I'm sorry, I'm not here. I'm, I'm, this is Martin's voice when I'm not here.
3: Do you wait till you're very chipper tonight, Martin. Yeah. That's, uh,
4: <laughs> I'm glad you realise that that I'm very chipper tonight I think that Quentin Tarantino is amazing, I've had a think about it, I'm wrong especially (laughs) about the contemporary music that he uses in Django Unchained, that is now my greatest moment of cinema
3: This is a real turnaround Martin, I mean, can I ask you what you think of uh, Avatar now, because I know that you know. do you actually think that 2, 3 and 4 are going to come out now?
4: It took me ages to admit that Avatar was my favourite movie your favourite now and wow now, and now I've I just can't wait to see I don't think another two movies are enough I think they should make 10 of them
3: well you heard it here first folks Martin has uh yeah he's, he's changed his tune anyway he's he's and
2: going voice. now say goodbye Chris Hello. see, see uh, you there anyway Martin it. he's going to a gig now is he yeah who's he
3: going to see James
0: no James or oh shit. I
3: hate James. <laughs> no, I turned the mic off. Oh, it won't you? work Sorry. if you did. For right, fuck's okay. sake. Well, anyway. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get a kick out of that. Oh, moment. you will, won't yeah, you? You know, or
2: we'll get a kick off him. Mm. You know, either way, it's all good, isn't it? But bloody hell. Inglorious bastards, right? Uh, Martins Martin mo- moans about Django On Chain because it had contemporary music, right? D- David Bowie rocks up at uh, a certain moment on the soundtrack in that film. But I've got to say, the one thing that blew me away was Adolf Hitler got killed in that film because every single person that went, oh, yeah, but they're not going to really kill Hitler because he doesn't die and all that. And then Tarantino goes, no, it's my universe. He does, he does get killed by by, uh, uh, by the a Jewish guy who, who machine guns him to death because it's my world and that would happen in my world. Yes, so anybody that thinks that Tarantino's movies are not set in a separate universe, that movie nailed it for me.
3: I'm just going to say it here. I don't know whether I've said it on the show before, but this is my uh, theory about Once Upon a Time in America. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to follow the same path as Inglourious Bastards. Oh, God. And be in an alt world. So what's going to happen then? Is Manson going to end up like head of a
2: church and he's going to be all right and survive? No, but Sharon Tate is going to survive. Oh crap! Really? Yep. Have I not told you this? Why is she actually going to do that? Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, oh, god! I'm getting okay. loads of grief over the Mancunian candidates, but I'm trying to pretend that thought, it's yeah. not happening. Don't
3: read that in the break. Come on,
4: back in one, to, g- two, three. Right,
2: you back blink, in the room. Right, when I show you this email, you'll even you would have blinked at this one. All right. And for the people who don't know what the hell you're talking about right now. I do a politics show on a subsidiary of Fox News that goes out with a friend of ours, Tom Anderson, and Paul Ripley, who who is the manager of the radio station that you're listening to, Fab Radio, is a great guy, and he loves to email in with really piss-poor opinions on TV and movies. Right. Who's that? Rippers? Yep. Uh, So... Yeah, yeah, you agreed. Let's, let's That's go, it. Moving no, on quick, like that is an agreement. Um, you go, yep, hell yeah. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Not is what at you all. just said. Oh, I he did is. not say that. That's exactly what I was what trying that is. to get us back on the uh,
3: first bit of news. Right, okay. So, what's this? What's. Anyway, okay, first bit of news. Yep. Forget all that rest of the guff now. Okay. Rest of the preamble. What's Quentin Tarantino been up to this um, week? I was sat upstairs. I thought you were going to say you forgot. Then you know, it's I, right. I, I remember this. I
2: in. will always remember the moment that I was sat typing happily away, and you went. Quentin Tarantino's um, got got a <laughs> uh, miniseries on Netflix, <laughs> and I went, "What?" And you went, "Yep." And I went, "Yeah." What? What do you mean? And then you went, "Yep." Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight they've took an expanded version with an extra 25 minutes split it into four episodes released it on netflix with a massive credit sequence the same one as the movie heading up each one and um and it it basically now instead of whatever chapters it had it's six separate chapters told over those four episodes and i went okay And for anyone who's not aware of this show, who's not hung around with me and Chris, all this love we've got for Tarantino and his universe, this is the only movie that both of us have only seen once, didn't really like that much, and we're very disappointed with. And the word disappointed to a Tarantino movie, that's that's new to us. We've never done that. We never used that. So... um, He said, Yep, that's happening. I looked into it and then I found quotes off off Quentin saying, Oh, yeah, it lends itself to this format. And then they said, Well, what are you going to do after this? And they went, Well, and he said, Well, I might do some more of these. But I've looked at Django Unchained and that doesn't suit this format. (laughs) And then I started to go, well, what, what is this format then? What is this? So he then goes, well, I'll, I'm happy to down tools and and get on with this. And and he also says later on in some news we're going to cover on Star Trek, he's suggesting that as soon as he's finished on Once Upon a Time in America, he's going to hit Star Trek and do another one of these. Now, the problem with this is, um, from my perspective, I went to bed last night and I I couldn't sleep, insomnia. And I fired it up, yeah. And next minute it was about eight o'clock in the morning and I'd fallen asleep at about eight minutes in. Oh right. So 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 this mini series. <laughs> yeah, it's a very peaceful eight. I and I wanted because I wanted to mention it on this show, I wanted to go, right, have you seen it, Chris? If you had great. If not, I'd go, Well, this is the first episode and uh, yeah, I just fell asleep again. Yeah, I didn't fall asleep in the cinema when I first watched it, but I found it hard
3: work. Yeah, uh, I wasn't as dedicated to the show as you then, because, no, I've still not fired it up. Well, I, did, I, I, did I did a little bit of reading passed, on it, I though. thought it'd pass a few
2: hours, because I, I was quite wide awake, and I thought, well, I'm going to be awake for a few hours here. I might as well watch 50 minutes of this, then try and get to sleep. didn't even last. And then
3: I thought, wow, what is it? Is it this? Or was I more tired than I thought? Who does like The Hateful Eight? I've, I don't think I've met anybody. Oh, sorry. Tell a lie. One of our writers and one of our friends, Earl Strider. Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: Well, the liked soundtrack got Morricone a, an Oscar after all this time. But that was... It felt like more of an excuse to give him one because he'd been around for so long and he hadn't done one for ages. Now... Am I right in saying that 80% of the soundtrack for The Hateful Eight was the abandoned soundtrack
3: for The Thing? I know, I know a lot of it was. Mm. Uh, and I also know that... Uh, well, eight out, Neo... mm? 8 out of 10 tracks. Hm? 8 out of 10
2: tracks. which Which actually, mathematically, does not mean 80%, obviously. It's nothing... Because much... you could have a track that's what's... 15 minutes long and one on. that's one but, minute long. But what's wrong with that, though? Right, here we go. If I heard that John Williams was not watching Star Wars when he conducted that soundtrack here, yeah, yeah. and he was watching some of a crappy <laughs> Italian sci fi film and I've then never and thought then he of used it that whatever, way, no, you're I'd right. be absolutely
3: heartbroken. You would, yeah. No. You know. True, 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 true. Yeah. Uh, uh has spoken about this in the past, mm. and uh, he called him a moron, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Why Why would you do said, that when uh, someone's brought you back? You know, he phoned me up 24 hours before he needed a soundtrack. Now, I don't believe that at I all. I don't believe no, that. Nonsense. No, nonsense. Of, of course he didn't, Eneo. Yeah. And we're not buying it. Yeah. The guy is a moron.
2: Right, Mark Rahill with the covers. Um, yeah, he'd, I'm in trouble if I've only let him know two weeks early. Right, uh-huh. You know, two weeks before. And this is yeah. some independent magazine, and he's just drawing drawing an image. I'm not knocking him. He's It's hard work, but... Brilliant. Yeah. There you go. Great so, stuff. Are you going
3: to watch this and then reappraise Hateful Eight? And are there any other movies of his mm. that you'd like to see split up, re-edited, and yeah. uh, you know, uh, adapted to this new format? Oh. Are there any other movies that we'd yeah. like to see? We'll, well have to I'm, have a think. Yeah. Well, the just, we're due now on a break, and I'm
2: going to be thinking about this while we're uh, while we're away. And in the meantime, get mm. emailing in. Come on. He, more hideous than Jack the Ripper. She,
0: bloodier than Bluebeard. No one is safe in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary, filmed in sensational bloody vision. Movie monsters come alive and go into the audience. You are suddenly surrounded by monsters. You become a party to the horror in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary, starring Cash Flagg in Bloody Color.
1: Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest running magazine of cult entertainment. Every Wednesday, 9 pm till 11 pm. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. I listen to Fab Radio International.
2: Welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And Loss is here, and he's talking about Game of Thrones, and he's saying Game of Thrones. Careful,
3: no spoilers. We can do spoilers. Tonight, we can't, yeah? can we? No, no. Be sure. We talked about that at the very front of the show. Okay, we were. That there. was only thirty minutes ago. Lucy Ryan.
2: I will say no more. So, all of you out there, you have to join us and try and find out what he means by that. No, a hey, a. Hey, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I think know. for the
3: first time, Loz, I think you should We're say stumped. some more. We're stumped, actually.
2: I thought you meant the lady, the young lady who played uh, Lady Mormont, because uh, she plays, was one of my favourite.
3: Plays Lady Mormont. Oh, fuck. This
2: is the problem with this. Right, OK, so now I've got to concentrate on past tense. And now I've even worse made it obvious You you dies. Oh, my... Well, I would no, uh, when I've said this, played, I'm done now, this aren't I? It's very
3: seriously.
2: Yeah, well, you should have got. You should have stayed up till two in the morning and watched it on Sky, yeah, or like, maybe you shouldn't because like it was compressed s- and you couldn't strange, read. You couldn't see it. Strange people do that. Oh man, we can talk about the lighting aspects of it that everyone's going not on about right
3: now, though. But later, yeah. yeah, okay. When it's clearly identified that if you've not watched the show, okay, you know, turn off for a minute. Okay,
2: anyway. we'll do it later. But yeah. in the meantime, David Galdar's here. David, you probably think that we forgot about something, but we didn't forget about anything and you're going to hate what we come up with or I come up with. And on, hang This gone, is
3: I'm just gone. me. Hang Is this the, uh, the pun? Yes. Okay, so you've gone and done one. The title. You never reminded me. I've well, got you've, got,
2: you've got another hour now. Oh, great. So, at the back of your head. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I didn't have it on the day, did I? You so know. This, is,
3: this is two weeks ago. Right. Go on. He said that...
2: Can't remember what the what started this argument off, but is Mrs. Carroll was saying, "Well, you'd rather." He said that Judge Judy's crap or something, and and actually, you know what, David, it's all right. Some of them cases are really that minuscule and great that it makes me warm watching it because I'm thinking, "Oh, this would be a nice easy." thing to do whereas mine it was, was horrible Judge
3: Judy was it it was
2: Judge Judy it yeah was? and okay. she said oh well you know that's because you'd rather have something where a giant stoat is attacking uh, sorry uh, a um, oh god what what was it now yeah a lollipop is uh, attacking a school yeah but it's defended by a giant stoat now I came up with the sugar coated battle of Ermine High right Right, okay, look, ermine is mm-hmm. the Latin vernacular for that strain of animal, yeah. The right. stoats are ermine, yeah. Like okay. goats are carpine,
3: yeah. That was well worth waiting two weeks for, wasn't it? It
2: certainly was, yeah. yeah. So he in today's email, which is dated the first of May, you know it's May Day. Morris dancers and, and kiddie fiddlers and all that. <laughs> Wait, well they all were, weren't they? The Morris dancers. Yeah, with they were fiddlers. all kiddie fiddlers, yeah, they were. Dressing like that, hanging around with kids at school. Um, dancing around a massive erect penis that that you encourage the children to wrap with with string.
3: Hang on. Am I
2: right? Wrap with ribbons, no, I'm not so
3: sure about this. I it, mean,
2: it is. Literally, right? They the always Maypole, have
3: given me the creeps.
2: It's a fertility dance, okay? So when a group of... Mor- or troupe... ...of Morris Dancers go to a school. There, They are placing a wooden erect penis in the back of the schoolyard and getting kids to dress up in really weird costumes and dance around and wrap the penis
3: in a ribbon. We've just alienated every single Morris Dancer listener that we've got.
2: I, I am not having a go at Morris Dancers. I'm just explaining are you not? that it's a bit weird... If you've watched the, the Wicker Man, the original one, they they explain it in school and I thought it was made up because I I was a Morris dancer because I was in a country dancing troupe at school and I was in the choir. So I used to sing a lot and we used to I did the dancing and there was one year where they went, yeah, this year we're going to do the Morris dance. and I didn't like it at all and the guys that came and it was all guys there was not one girl there was not one female that came to teach us that and i did not know what that was and then about four years later i was about 13 14 and i caught the wicker man late at night and in the classroom she just starts to chat about people and go yeah the maypole is an erect penis that you are dancing around to encourage it to ejaculate and, and oh, bring fertility out. that's in the wicker man i say
0: to attention to me now, uh, Daisy, will you tell us what it is, please, that the maple represents? <sighs> really, Daisy, you've been tongued off enough. I, 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 I know, I know, I know. All right, then, anybody? That, that is simple. simple. The phallic symbol. That is correct. It is the image of the penis which is venerated in religions such as ours, as symbolizing the generative force in nature. Oh, can I help you? Could I have a word with you, please, Miss? Certainly. Yes. Open your desk and take out your exercise books. Miss, you can be quite sure that I shall report this to the proper authorities. Everywhere I go on this island, it seems to me I find degeneracy, and there is brawling in bars, there is indecency in public places. And there is corruption of the young, and now I see it all stems from here. It stems from the filth taught here in this very schoolroom. I was unaware that the police had any authority in matters of education.
3: Ah, ah. well, we'll see about that. I love The Wicker Man.
2: Well, that scene's in The Wicker Man, and that's what the Morris dance is. I don't it's remember it being that around, overt. It's a dance around... damning a, about Morris dance. It, it certainly is. A Morris dance, like that, is a dance around an erect penis. Stop
3: saying Penis!
2: Well, well, nob then, big cock. No. Dancing around a big giant bell. All right. Right, well, they say penis ain't that bad, really, is it? Anyway, God, I haven't even read his email yet. David. Hi, guys, hope you're well. Avengers Endgame, 10 out of 10 for me. The writing, the characterisation, the performances, the effects, the score. Everything was phenomenal. I was so engaged, I forgot I was in a cinema. All right, what did you do then? Anyway um, It was so (laughs) monumentally well done Words don't do it justice Also I watched Robocop 2 On Netflix at the weekend And pissed myself laughing When Corey's Quentin Tarantino Oh I said Quentin Tarantino Quentin Chris Quentin He was um, Brian Tilsley from Coronation Street I remember that fella Yeah yeah, Yeah. but his name's Chris Quentin I I said Quentin And I started I upgraded him Qu- Chris Quentin turned up in a cameo. Has there been any equally shit and unintentionally amusing cameos in any other genre films you can think of? Uh, the, the first thing that springs
3: to mind. I'm but trying we'll, to think Well, this now. is a good one. This is a good one. We'll definitely get back to this quicker. Mm. The isn't the uh, the the villain in Mandy played by the son of Ken Barlow from Coronations. Film?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yes, yeah. Oh, what's his name now? That's Bizarre. Is is um oh what's he's his... very good. Don't say that on radio. Don't don't pause and go, Oh what's that sli-? I'm not because we're, it's, um,
4: we're
3: slicker than that.
4: Come no, on. No, I mean um
2: yeah, Barlow's son. That'll have to do for you. Yeah, now. it'll have to do, but we know who he is, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Return to Oz there was someone from Blue Peter in that, I was remember. There. Yeah. Oh
2: there was someone in Blue Peter off Blue Peter in Flash. Yes oh and he had quite a big role he was the first victim you of that what? tree stump the tree thing. stump yeah, i yeah. love that
3: sequence uh-huh. yeah i used to collect the little cards that came out of wheatabix yeah back when it was um back in 19 what what was it 70 yeah for flash gordon 1970 yeah yeah yeah, yeah that 70 yeah. no
2: 81 1981 okay. it was well, Flash I was eating Gordon, Weetabix yeah. back then, and, they and
3: came with kick-ass little collectible cards, and uh, that was one of my favourites. With which, the uh, with the squidgy green thing that yeah. was that lived inside the tree trunk.
2: Oh yeah, which which titan of cinema paid to have that made? Do you remember? What do you mean? Which? Who was the producer? Who was the? Oh, I don't on know. That. Oh, Go um, oh God, I've forgotten. That. <laughs> um, Are you all right? crap don't get and now i'm gonna google no it. don't go no, no 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 because i know i know what it is i know and it's driving me absolutely mad uh dino de Laurentiis there we go there you go i didn't even need to, to google it but no. yeah dino he he did so many movies and none of them were really much cop
3: he was good in the flintstones as well wasn't he i think you've got the wrong dino The um, guy in Flash Gordon. Yeah. Blue Peter, man. Yeah, he was Peter Duncan. That's it? Peter Duncan. You remember his name? I remember his name. He was the same guy that I was talking about in Return to Oz. Yeah. Yeah, but he was inside TikTok. Oh, God. Was he in? Not in a weird way. Was he in TikTok? He
2: was. Peter Duncan. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Please, somebody email him. No, he wasn't. Save us and confirm. No, because that would be too amazing a coincidence, wouldn't it? There we go. But, you know, uh, I went to that haunted, like, interactive passage de terror thing in London. Is this where you were bitten? Yeah, and that was, they had the same thing, only they had... Peter Duncan. they They didn't have Peter Duncan. They had six holes and it was mdf it was like a cube and there were holes cut in it and you put your hand in one and you got the key right and any of the others you you didn't and but silly me i thought they were going to like pull my hand or tickle my hand or do something silly right and they bit me right and then somebody else got the key Are you
3: with me? Don't you think that's... It's still out of order. It's still stuck, that. Did you have little... You had little bite marks on you. I
2: did. I did have bite marks because I I came out going, oh, my God, like that. And my son went, um, oh, don't be a big baby and all that. And I went, right, look at this. And he looked at it and there were two massive where the centre two teeth had gone in. And he just went, oh, my God. And then, even then, right... You'd think he'd go, oh, my God, you bad people doing this to my father and all that. And he went, oh, my God. It's always the same when we go somewhere with you, isn't it? It's always all messed up.
3: So you were the and bad I, one.
2: So I'm, I'm in the wrong for that and all, oh, you, you know, know anyway. But, yeah, I like that stump, and I think it's better than Russian Roulette. And I think we should have it and do at the next film festival. We should have that stump and Peter Duncan, right? And then you invite people. You have a prize in some of the stumps,
3: and some bad happens in the others. I love it. Or combine all three, and have yeah. TikTok. Yeah, fine. And then I've Peter Duncan inside TikTok. Yeah and you put your hand inside TikTok. I hope
2: you're right about him being TikTok, because it is a bit weird that we've mentioned two movies randomly, and he's in both of them, because that guy, you know he was done for porn and stuff.
4: No, don't say. He was. You know he was. No, You I know don't. he was. He was. He was
2: binned off, off Blue Peter because he was getting his tackle out. Right. Yeah.
3: He went way too blue. Peter. He did,
2: he was way too blue. And there is actually a um, a company that we deal with who's called Way Too Blue. And they send us loads of DVDs to
3: review. So they're a well known publicity company in they the They are, UK. yeah. Yes, and correct. I'm sure
2: that they're, they're not involved in pornography. They're
3: probably not. Are you
2: glad I've sorted that out? Dead Cleared lad. that up now one of our advertisers.
3: i I just want to circle back very, very quickly, though, oh, to uh, Morris dancing. Oh,
2: Morris dancing. No, because... Oh, there's... by the way, has oh. anybody got an opinion on Morris dancing? Do you think I'm right? I hope you do, because I am. My uncle was. There. Oh, don't bleep that. Really? Bleep that, no, on, no, bleep no, that no, on the podcast. No, I'm not b- bleeping have said that. that. No, is he a Definitely. Morris dancer? He was. Well, there you go. And did he explain to you what he was doing? When he invited you to come round, oh come on, Chris, come and see your uncle doing what he does. Oh, what are you doing? Weird thing again. What are you doing, Uncle Steve? Oh, well, I'm dancing round a wood, and I'm,
3: but just for you, Chris. You've got to bleep that out as well. Uh, No, that never happened. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, they're not all weirdos. It's a fertility dance. Anyway, uh, Hell's Bells is a great short film okay. about Morris dancing. Um, oh, you've yeah. told me about this before. It, yeah, this yeah. was at the Starbus Film Festival, not this year. Uh, yeah, year yeah, before. yeah, I remember. I watched it. Seek it, it yeah. out. Yeah, I Wonderful. watched it. It's probably yeah. online now. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, actually, was it? What do you mean? No, no, I said it was really good. I know, yeah. Yeah, I'm just it wasn't saying. that bad. Yeah, but I... That's, uh... like a, that's like a Martin poster quote, that, isn't it? Oh, it's not. He was good. Good. Avengers so at End Game. At least if
2: I stick the boot in... It's, good. It's, oh, yeah, I know. Good. What's he doing? What's he doing?
3: Hey. It's not that bad. It's not that bad at it's all. It's a really good shot. I wish I could remember who uh, who wrote and directed it. but I know, that's why, why know. I didn't dig too deep into that, because they might be listening and think, oh, they don't care. So, uh, did you think of any other uh, movies that you'd like to see recut and adapted for TV in this new weird format.
2: A weird format
3: in that you mean they just divide it into four bits and then they, put it on TV. They add a little bit and then. Uh, just oh, God. Like, yeah, and then shuffle it all about. Um, I, I think, in terms of. Uh, I, th- I think only Tarant I can only go back to Tarantino stuff because mm. he always tells it chapter based anyway. And it's long and it's not. And wasted it's always non linear.
2: Yeah, and it's not wasted. Usually. So
3: Kill Bill is the natural one. Kill Bill
2: was all over the show and and the original movie was obviously going to be four hours, ten yes. minutes or whatever yeah, and and he hours, yeah. he cut it back and there are some scenes we've not seen where there's some scenes in the trailer for Kill Bill Volume One that we have not seen yep so there's clearly well, there's there was a whole footage.
3: sequence from the script where um you know go go you but was it go go yeah you no know, the no the the animated sequence. Oh, uh, God, That's Lucy yeah. Liu's character, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right, yeah. Right, as a young girl. Yeah. Am I right? Yes, well, with uh,
2: the panpipes. Oh, yeah. yeah, she goes... Uh, you know Steve Wilson hates panpipes. He's our friend, and he works at <sighs> Starburst, and he This is stuff. why
3: we cover nothing on I this know, show. I know, but I'm just
2: saying panpipes. He has a phobia of panpipes. He hates them. He, it scares him. It freaks him out. He hates it.
3: Right. Yeah. So I don't like the accordion.
2: See, has everybody got one of these sort of email in I'm not sure I have I'm going to think about it um, yeah I'm not sure
3: but I'm not what? a fan of the kazoo the kazoo no see my,
2: my wife plays a lot of these instruments and she did the didgeridoo and she it was good
3: yeah well, yeah, it was good really? it cost
2: a few bob that did it's very long
3: See, Martin would have had a stroke by now, wouldn't he? No, oh, he's, he's absolutely Not he Did the do? I mean, in response to that oh, possibility of minefield If Manfield Martin dead. had done tonight's show,
2: it he was comedy gold for him. You know, this is it. We're tormenting him
3: right? because anyway. he's not
2: here. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about? Wowzers. we got two minutes to a break. Uh, what are we going to say?
3: Uh, so, Kill Bill would make a good... Yeah, it would. uh, That would be good. It would. It would. Pulp Fiction. No, you know what? No, this is a terrible idea. Uh, I'm going to say it now. Hateful Eight will be no better like this. I'm going to watch some of it tonight. And Uh, I promise by
2: next week, when we're on the show, I will have watched it.
3: I remember him saying that uh, there's a a moment, halfway through the movie, where it's like, uh, the, Uh the narrator comes on and he says, well, who poisoned the coffee pot? And he said... Yes, that when he got to that moment in the script, okay, he didn't know. It shows Tarantino. I hate to say it, but it really shows. Yeah. yeah, I said
2: for years I've been writing a novel and I know how it ends, and that's it. And every every person that's putting heart and soul into something, I think they do. And I think he knew what all them earlier. I think he saw, for example, Reservoir Dogs. I almost believe. He started with that Mexican standoff and
3: wrote backwards to yeah, a degree. Sure, I mean this but is really just do. writing one hundred and one. But it if is, you're going yeah. to introduce a mystery that is so potent to uh, the plot, uh, then you should know, uh, you know, that you should be able well, to have already solve it before we, you actually, you know, like,
4: like I open
3: final draft. I
4: am massively
2: into foreshadowing. I mean, it's crucial to me. If you've got an ongoing narrative over minimum, say it's TV, 10 episodes, 24 episodes, there's no excuse whatsoever. If you're going to pull a switch at the end, yeah, if you've not foreshadowed that at certain points, then we're going to know that in that episode, you decided, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I just decided that right now, and it cheapens it. I told you, somebody turned out to be a traitor on Supergirl, who'd been around for three seasons, yeah? Uh-huh. His character suddenly, brutally commits murder, Does goes crazy, it turns out, all that, and when you look back, it's been going on for ages, all the weird bits that didn't make sense, yeah? That's what? is important you don't need to tell me and that's important and it always or anyone be. else you know oh you do say- oh you do some people are fine they'll watch a show for ages and then suddenly it'll be yeah like agents of shield we we're giving it praise the other week uh, where we said it changed it episode 17 or whatever when uh ward became that murdering psychopath and all that right now and they were they were making out like, oh well, it was always there, it was whatever. We saw no evidence of that. There was no slip ups uh, there and everywhere. There was no there was no build up to that. What the best thing is, you don't notice it, you don't pay attention to it. But when the twist happens, you suddenly click back and you have a thought and you go oh that's because of this bit and that bit and that bit you piece it all together and that's genius if you just because at any stage if, when you're writing anything you can just decide oh this guy by the way is an escaped murderer and he's a psychopath there you go police have just turned up
3: bad he's just storytelling yeah yes yeah let's stop lecturing people on bad storytelling i think yeah. we all know the difference i know let's move on boom
2: well we've got we've got a break. <laughs> so what better see what I mean? That would have been oh, no. dead slick that wouldn't it as well. Oh well, not quite as slick, but it's happening anyway.
1: Starburst magazine. The world's longest running magazine of cult entertainment. We make total film look rubbish. Fab Cafe. TV and movie theme bar. Why not pay us a visit in Manchester? For your night out, anything else just isn't fab.
0: fabradiointernational.com
2: And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. we got loads of emails, Chris. When I say loads, I mean we got five. Right. But that's good. Crack on that. That's all right. So, Kev Murphy. Hello, Kev. You've got some comments, haven't you, here? It says, Is this the perfect storm, the ultimate in geekdom, never to be seen again? Avengers and Game of Thrones both bursting records in one week. Is it downhill from now on? Well, I think the Avengers Endgame, Game. Yeah, I think that's going to go up there. I'm not sure about the what record is Game of Thrones going to is. This the most watched episode in
3: in this. Its... Is, I'd say this is the, the most eagerly anticipated TV show of all time. Probably. I know, but was this yeah. particular episode? Because I must admit, I
2: was crazy waiting for this all week and I, I have not waited for a, an episode of a TV show like I have this third episode because I actually uh, we were I was talking to uh, Phil upstairs and he was really disappointed with the second episode because he said oh everyone was being dead nice to each other and supportive and I said yeah because that is what would happen if you you'd spent all this time arguing and fighting with each other over a tiny bit of territory here and differences here, there and everywhere, and then all of a sudden this army of undead is bearing down, they're going to wipe everything out, um, you would take the opportunity to chat to even your worst enemy on that. I I really do believe that.
3: That's why I'm still uh, hoping for an alien invasion one day.
2: Yeah, they, they, well, it would sort this out, it really I would. Know. Yeah, can you imagine talking about Brexit? When, when these yeah. and he's got yeah, we're going to wipe out Suddenly your entire planet. Matters. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. That's what Independence Day told the story of, and in yeah. and, in and, and its um, almost
3: Keats way. And then Independence Day resu- resurgence. Yep. flushed it all Conti- away.
2: Continued that that high standard of of you know.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, I think it is actually all down here from downhill from here. Well, um, well, you still got three episodes of Game of Thrones, and yep. you don't know what's going to happen there. I, I personally, but there'll not be, a, there'll not be a, a, any event cinema like this. No, so not in that.
2: No, you know, it's more likely to be politics or, and maybe a little battle. I, I think that one. Although I had my technical issues with it, I loved the stuff that happened in the episode. And that, and Battle of the Bastards, and the Red Wedding; those uh, those three episodes massively important. I mean, the mm. Red Wedding, the, or, or is it was uh, named the Reigns of Castamere? That was um, Jesus Christ! I couldn't even get my head round that.
3: Who calls it that? Was it in the source material? What the the Reigns
2: of Castamere? That's the title of the episode. Oh so right! That you didn't know it was the Red Wedding. Well, everyone if, calls that that right that everybody was waiting apparently people who've read all the books they the red wedding is this big massive event yeah so so when it came down to it when they were doing the episode guide that, that appears with all the episode tiles, they called it the reigns of castamere so that you wouldn't be thinking it would be that episode sure yeah but anyway obviously the minute you go Oh, Walder Faye's invited us to a wedding, and then and then yeah, Game Game of Thrones uh, fans are going to go oh, okay. It's, in, the, it's the reigns of caster caster
3: red wedding. In in um, in terms of Marvel now, I think Endgame is the peak. Yeah, I don't think even those guys are going to expect numbers like this for a long, long time to come. It, no, is, the, it is downhill from now. The problem this has
2: happened with soap operas. You, oh, you God. had no, no. You had, you had back in the day. Coronation Street Adav, the uh, the biggest watched episode was literally about Ken and Deirdre. She's having an affair. Is she going to leave him or are they, whatever? Then it moves on and moves on. And you need more viewers. You've got to do stuff. So all these soaps start to outdo each other. And then you have Emmerdale had the Lockerbie crash <laughs> as a, as an actual plot point. They they replicated that. So a plane crashed on the village and destroyed everything. You're talking like Die Hard meets Emmerdale Farm. Yeah. yeah. Right. And suddenly you're trying to up the ante, up the ante, up the ante. And right now, every year on Coronation Street, there are three serial killers. There are whatever, you know, exactly what will never happen in a 100 years on a normal street in any, in any town. Whereas when you used to watch it in the 60s and 70s, it was unmissable because these people were... It was like watching a fly on the wall of your life. These people, you knew a Stan Ogden. Hilda Ogden, you knew someone who was working class but but pretentious and trying to be posh like Annie Walker who ran the Rovers you knew all these characters whereas you know and, and the problem is with with Marvel have gone like yep we're starting and now we oh we're going to push it up a bit And then we get oh we get civil war, we push it up a bit, and then we they've pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and and Avengers Endgame is oh god. How do you do a bigger battle than that?
3: Well you don't and then you you won't you won't see them try for a long, long, long time to come. These will be much smaller stories. But will audiences but, want to see these smaller stories? Because yeah, well, I cannot tell you that I'm not that's excited about Far From Home. Well, that's all. the problem. That's the I, problem. I would prefer all Marvel. Um, and all MCU stories now to go on a hiatus. That's Like Star Wars is that's going on a hiatus, right? When, after
2: the Rise of Skywalker. Right when when you when you have had these soap operas, and I hate oh, to God, keep I comparing know, it. And I, I know, but, but I they're getting sh- starburst. No, 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 all the time. no. But soap,
3: I'm using soap, it. Soap, but I'm oh, using God. it.
2: I'm using it as a an exposition piece. I'm using it as a, as a way to ground what we're doing. Into the mass audience, and and the problem is with with soaps.
4: Is this when, the
3: same point though that you're going to say? No, it's not. Okay.
2: I don't think it is. No, because because what what happens with with this is they've gone to that massive level, and then in the soaps, for example, the people who have taken over. There was a, a producer who took over EastEnders, and this was about 15 years ago, and decided, oh well. These crazy plots with gangsters, serial killers, explosions, you know, all this stuff. This isn't what happens on the street. People want to get back to the basics, yeah? So, then there was an attempt to just do character-based stuff where people were growing up, not getting on with the kids, um, having midlife crises, um, having affairs having divorces, doing all that, yeah. And the ratings went off a cliff. Yeah. They went all the way down. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you're at a stage where people are getting killed again, these serial killers, these gangsters, these whatever. The problem is, once you go there you can't put the genie back in the bottle and that's that's what worries me about this, where you got to end game and like I said the genius of Ant-Man and the Wasp is that you watched it and went, oh, well, it's a nice, light interlude, yeah? And then it turned out that it's the mo- probably the it's most pivotal. important movie that they've released during that phase, other than the end bit. And and that's the problem. I don't think you can go back. And like you used to have in the 70s, you'd have, um, like, Hilda Ogden would take Stan Ogden out in coronation street for a meal
3: is this another soap preference it is yeah but
2: but they're relevant because these things are based on them sort of plot lines they
3: they all are all of them are okay so to answer what was his name i don't think you can put it back in the box what was his name Um, kev murphy kev murphy yeah uh in my opinion yes yeah wait How did he phrase his question? Is Is this the perfect storm? The ultimate in geekdom never
2: to be seen again. Um, Avengers, Game of Thrones, both bursting records one week.
3: Yes. I think it is. It is downhill think it is.
2: I don't think you're going to get this again. It will be back.
3: It will be back one day, but we're in for a a bit of a wait. I do.
2: Um, And rightly so so. Susan Hanks says, Hi Mike, I loved Game of Thrones this week, but I felt it was predictable in so many ways which Game of Thrones is never guilty of. What are your thoughts? Okay, I'll pass it over to you.
3: I don't... I, did, uh, did, uh, did you find this, it predictable? No, of course it's not predictable. But I don't want to talk about it. Uh, I, uh, I need. We need to... Are we going to tell everyone to switch off now? Mm-hmm great great idea we're never yeah. doing this again by the way mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. this is ludicrous okay everybody go that has not seen game of thrones so we yeah. can have a five minute chat yeah on game of literally thrones. five okay. minutes yeah. okay go make a couple. right of, go okay. to the loo all right oh, yeah are you, yeah are you gone everyone gone right okay it's not predictable no not at all because no. never could we have predicted that so many of those people would Actually, survive. Correct. After all these years of uh, wanton slaughter, you know. You mentioned the, the Red Wedding. Then, I oh my a, God, yeah. Ned Stark. You know,
2: I had a list of people I fought And here we go. This, this
3: is this is the Long Night. This is the battle. Yeah. F- yep, yep. Yeah, it and is. Yeah. Most yeah. people. There was there wasn't many casualties. Now no. it's a different thing. If did that satisfy you, or did that you know surprise you? Those those are two different things. So I'm not saying it was necessarily satisfactory that, you know, so many people lived, but it was certainly surprising. Yeah, but you shouldn't have a quota, though.
1: No, Going you shouldn't. Going
2: writing it. No. You shouldn't be like, wait a minute, based on what we've been doing, Absolutely. there should be six Absolutely, characters die yeah. here and two uh, subsidiary characters. Master storytellers we'll con- no.
3: consistently surprise yeah. you. Yeah, I know. And in that respect, it was surprising. Yeah, it was, yeah.
2: I I did find it somewhat predictable but in a good way because there were certain points where I thought the uh, Aria story was, oh, the many-faced god and all the rest of it. I'm like, well, as long as I get payoff at the end of this boring crap, you know, because I loved her with the Hound, I loved the story of her, and it all felt very much like people love to criticise characters as being a Mary Sue, where they just come out of nowhere, they have all the skills, they can do anything... She was the antithesis of that, Ridiculous where she's, she's. I know, but, but if you it's actually absurd. know where it's coming from, it's, it's absolutely fine because the character that they're talking about.
3: Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's bandied about by people who don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I get that. But, but basically. But, but you can't
2: say it about her. You could never say it about her. She was the. She had a hero's journey that was absolutely unprecedented. I mean, she went through so many different storylines to the point where I didn't bloody see where it was going whatsoever. The Many-Faced Gods um, stuff, I got bored with that, to be honest. And then next minute, she's blind. Then she's fought a way back from that. And then, you know, this girl has been through hell for seven, eight years now. And... I I get how tidy it would have been if Jon Snow had have uh, found his way there and then finally done it and then done you know sawed in the air and gone yeah. yeah can yeah, everyone whatever. just remember though for yeah. a
3: minute? That no, we're, we're half. No, no, that we're halfway through the last season. Yeah, yeah. There's three more episodes why I mean, are people got talking time that this is that, yeah. that 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 was the end
2: because that was the most important battle it's absolutely not it is of though. course not it, it, it's it not. is it no. is because if you hadn't the battle fought, for the throne still right, remains right, listen if they had have just withdrawn from there allowed those guys to take over the land up to a certain point. Just remember that every village, everything they come across they raise another army from yeah? By the time they got to King's Landing they would have been unstoppable so they had to fight them there they had no choice no. and then and then... Yeah, um, I know that but yeah. that's not dealing with what I said. Well what, what, what is it then What that's bothering
3: you? Go on. I, well I'll I just said it, didn't I? Pe- people are saying, that people are acting like that was the last episode. There's three oh, more. Oh no! But the but, narrative but, is not over.
2: But it's the biggest battle, because know, from and, the first and, episode and that's what. to now, it was it was laid out that way.
3: Okay, you know. Anyway, we are running out of time.
2: My favourite battle will always be uh, Battle of the Bastards. I thought that was the most satisfying piece of TV I've ever seen. It's I just good. I just loved it. I I thought all the characters were fleshed out. I thought the battle was great and and you know that that claustrophobic bit where they're being buried under a mound of people just piling on top.
3: Bloody hell, you know. Yeah, I think the director of this really wanted to replicate that moment. Yeah, for you know, for, for the hour and twenty-minute runtime, they wanted yeah. to put you in the thick of it. They wanted yeah. you to be as disorientated and yeah. and fearful as every one of those soldiers. Yeah, well, whether that was successful or not depends uh, on on many factors. I was uh,
2: fine with the lighting thing yeah, on yeah, the Dovraki. I mean.
3: It's it's a very very personal thing. Yeah. Oh, that sequence was wonderful. The, the yeah, the second bit. When
2: they were going over the wall, and then they breached the um the moat, not so much the the ending I actually found fine. i didn't have any problem with the last half hour of this i My problem was with the crypt. Jesus Christ, I hadn't got a clue what was going on. I couldn't see stuff. I, it didn't I, seem
3: finished, I just that sequence. I
2: couldn't figure out what no. was going on. I just... I just I, and well, no all one the did way, figure it out. I think me and you and quite a few people figured out that maybe when you're facing an army of the undead and there's somebody obviously raising those undead that maybe a crypt is a fucking nightmare of a place to hang out.
3: Yeah, don't put the kids down there. No, no, I know. Right, we're done. That's exactly right, five minutes. Right, boom. Are the other emails there? Yep, um, let me move on
2: from there. Um, Helen's saying, here is a non-geeky question for you. Oh. Mm. Well, what is the first car you ever bought? Love to know, H. I've
4: never... Have you bought a car?
3: I've, I don't drive.
4: Have you had driving
3: lessons? No. Why not? Um... Because it's a
2: bit odd, isn't it? Why? What's odd? Because everybody has them, don't they? Even if they don't nah. want them. No. Nah. Nah. Did you not think like, oh, I'll get a driving license; it'll be good. No. Nope.
4: No.
3: Nah. Why not though? could not afford it. All oh, right. Okay. And then, you know, you get so old. that you go. He oh,
4: gets so old. He's not, not worth
3: old. it. He's not yeah. old. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's it's not. not worth it anymore. He's not old. I like not not walking. Old. I like it. Uh, I, I like walking. I
4: like walking. On the
2: bus. I like thinking about stuff, I like doing it, but I don't like, I'm going to admit my snobbery now, I cannot do the, the 192 to bloody port. I like it. No, you don't. I do. Not at night. It's fine. When you're smoking, when you're breathing cracking. No, that happened one time. And it won the one ninety two. That's, that's one. That's too much, though, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I got really violently ill for a couple well, of there days. There you go. Well, I don't like that. That's no good. It Wasn't my crack, um, by the way. Yeah,
2: my first car was a Ford
3: Capri. Right, nineteen seventy seven, red. Yeah, there's there's the one geeky non geeky question. Very good. I mean, I don't know what that means. You could have described the, the you'll June have seen from it. Uh, no, you'll have
4: seen it. You'll have know. seen
2: this car. It don't was mean anything to on me. on British TV at the time. It was all it right. was all right. Richard Thanks, Robinson. Oh my god. Hey. this this is an an opus. Right, we're going to have to end this segment on this. Right, hi guys. Great listening live for the first time this season. Well, good to have you here, Richard. Yep. Hope you're all okay. I've been listening to your endgame discussion from the previous episode and chatted to friends this week, and I seem to be in the minority by thinking it was pretty underwhelming. At times it felt like an advert for the new Hawkeye and Loki series coming to Disney Play. I didn't get the Banner Hulk mashup and felt that should have been a film in itself, The dissing of loads of fantastic time travel films kind of annoyed me too. I wasn't expecting an overlong timey-wimey Doctor Who episode. What the hell was fat for? It just didn't seem to fit with his character at all. Apparently you can't change the past unless you are Captain America. He can. I will be watching it again in the hope I enjoy it more. On further viewing. At the moment, it's a six out of ten film. Keep up the fantastic work. Love the mag and the show. Kind regards, Richard, I am cosmic soup. Uh, sent from I like this, he's altered his sent from. Cool. Sent from an alternative universe where Endgame is. <laughs> so I'm not gonna slight I'm gonna go Where Endgame I, is what? Where it's, it's sent is. from an alternative universe yes. where Endgame is. So, Richard, it sounds like there's
3: something missing
2: there. No, no, where Endgame is. Oh. Where if I say I'm going to tell you a story about where Chris is, this is where Endgame is, an old universe, right? Oh, I, sorry. Richard, because of that cheeky jibe there, you're going to get not quite as much shit. You're going to get a bit of shit though.
3: Uh, Do you want it? to start? Me? No, I'm not going to give him any shit all right, at okay. all. I think okay. all those points are valid. Yeah, Uh, he. You know, he. he, Those are. That's his opinion, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, uh, the uh, the adverts for the Loki TV show and the Hawkeye. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. But, you know, it was definitely a leading to the Loki TV show. Oh,
2: well, let's get the rip
3: ready for that Cause one because he disappeared off with the cosmic cube didn't he yeah yeah oh loki yeah, there of course yeah uh but if, if you, you can't expect him not fat to Thor. set
2: up no I love Thor. Thor. i'm sorry i don't know anyone who who hated that I, I just don't i don't and i've got you know me i've got people who are like us and i've got people who are normal yeah I have actually normal friends. Yeah,
3: I've never met a one. Oh, I bring them out
2: selectively, right? You know, and what have these quietly. normal
3: friends got to do with Fat Thor?
2: Yeah, they loved it. Right, they thought it was brilliant. Okay. They, the mainstream audience, got these these beats. They got these gags.
3: Well, I think most. Yeah, I've not met anyone who doesn't like Fat Thor. Yeah, but
2: look, but Thor we, for me we, works. We are in a a you know a universe. So we, our mates are. You know they're going to be inclined to like this, and okay. it's our don't mates who point. don't like this. Uh-oh. And if they
3: like this and find it fun, oh, I'm confused. That's great. I'm confused. I can only speak right, for my own right. opinion. And I like Thor when he em- that character embraces the funny. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. our d- uh, our very own Moundsy doesn't like that, but that's it's testament to how. Packed these movies are with but detail, there are different you know, they can, of them they can appeal to, to all to so many different Have people. Have you read
2: a comic book character that you really loved and watched the creative team change but persevered and found, even though it's radically like almost a new comic book, it's a reboot, whatever, you've found enough in the new team to carry on. And then carry on beyond that for quite a while. No. Where no, do you no, just ditch I, when it changes? I, I follow writers, I get as, that. I follow writers, yeah, not, I get not that. comics, I get not that. Not characters, That's okay, yeah. I get that. I'm not gonna knock that. I'm just saying that you know, some of these characters, like Four, there are many different creative teams, same as Daredevil's infamous for this, where they'll take a different approach. They, they. It's like anybody. Like I'll talk about comic book character. There's some stuff I love about it, and you love about it. And if they both give us a gig, at Marvel to write a season or 24 issues of a uh, comic book, yours would be massively different from mine. Uh, it don't mean they're both wrong. It just means. You know, we're concentrating on different versions of a long-running character that's been around for forty years.
3: Yeah, sure. You know, you know. But um, so these are uh, these are interpretations. Uh, Richard is not responding to, uh, yeah. and that's fine, isn't it? You yeah, know, six out it. of ten's not of a disaster. No, he no, still no. enjoyed it no. overall. No, I
2: think he's upset because he feels there are other people that are enjoying
3: it more and being less. You know, I will say some, I will say something. I absolutely stand by Starburst's eight out of ten rating. Yeah, in the magazine, I think that is uh, the most accurate review that I've seen out there. Mm. Uh, it's not a masterpiece. It's a very very enjoyable movie, um, mm. but there is a lot wrong with it. And once people start being honest about it. You're gonna see a little bit of a backlash towards Endgame over see, the next couple of weeks. Oh, we'll have to weeks. wait and see. I, yeah. I'm all right with it. I've seen it twice now. Yeah, uh, yeah. And there, there is ah one of the one of the points that Richard brings up there, the time travel thing. Mm. I hear this constantly. They, so we mentioned it briefly. Mm. Uh, they chose to throw all those movies under the bus. Yeah. All these beloved movies, yeah. you know, made gag after gag about you know. Oh, Back to the Future was uh, a load of bullshit, uh, and then they go and break all their rules. It's mysterious. Why, why would you do yeah, that? But they um, they didn't say that though. Yes, they did. No, they didn't.
2: The, they absolutely no, they, they did. Didn't. They didn't at all. They didn't. Um, Scott Lang went. Oh, so are you saying that? And then it. They didn't answer. Because he said, so, back to the future, all these, they're all bullshit, yeah? And then it got to him and he went, oh, and die hard, oh, never mind, you know? And then, but nobody answered that they were bullshit. He just gave an alternative point of view on it. No. They They, did. They they list list over a dozen time travel movies as examples of
3: them being incorrect.
2: I'm just saying they. Oh. I don't think they did. If you, they oh, you've listened it. to this I've bit. I've seen it twice. Yeah. Well, you know that that don't mean you're right. Don't mean you're right.
1: So yeah, it means you're right. A,
2: no, it doesn't. It don't mean anyone's exactly. right. It right. means that that the moment. The only reason why I remember this is because I was recutting uh, the audio uh-huh. for the last show. Yeah. And the explanation for it and all that. I was listening to it to the point where I was bored to death. But anyway, we got a break.
3: We got a break. Good.
0: Welcome to the house of Madame Kitty, the most exclusive house of pleasure in Berlin. Around you you see the most famous people in Nazi Germany. Everybody who is anybody is here tonight. And there are Madame Kitty's girls. They're beautiful. And they will do anything you want. Anything. But I will tell you a secret that none of the men here know. You must keep your mouth shut. Because all the girls work for the Gestapo. They will report everything you say to them. So later, maybe the Gestapo will blackmail you or even shoot you for what you said. But don't worry. You're here at Madame Kitty's to have fun. So enjoy yourself. The night is young. Trans-American Films presents Madame Kitty, starring Helmut Berger and Ingrid Toulon. A true story. Rated X.
1: Starburst Radio, winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Awards.
0: This is Fat Radio International.
2: And welcome back to uh, the final segment of Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. We have some emails. David Galdard is saying uh, it was Michael Sundin in return to us.
3: Yeah, I know. I don't know where I got Peter Duncan from. uh, But Martin also, uh, he texted and said it was, uh, we're thinking of Tim Rose. So he's wrong. So, some, who? Who's, Someone's who's right. Tim Rose right. also played uh, Admiral yep. Akbar. So apparently it was him. Tim the Rose
2: versus um, David Geldard. Yeah, Is going to win? We don't know. <laughs> um, Dave Sweetmore. That's a good name, isn't it? It is.
4: Isn't that a nice name? That.
2: Yeah. Wow, well, you just you just go like smoozing, wouldn't you, if you had that name? Hello, I am Dave Sweetmore. Hi.
3: I'm, I'm picturing a detective.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. you sound like a 70s detective with a beige leather trench coat. Yeah. But well, I don't know. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not. Maybe. Um, hi, Chris and Mike. What's the future for Marvel? Is it spin-offs involving Disney?
3: Well, let's, let's use that as a, a way to get away from Marvel big screen stuff and onto the little screen because there's quite a bit of Boom. news this week. Absolutely, it, yep. Seems that well, you know, this we all know that there's, there is plenty more movies, but there is a oh, yes. lot more TV shows coming. Oh, yeah, uh, now that Disney have got Disney Plus. Oh, yes, um, and they also own Hulu now as well. I they think do. we were discussing it yeah. last week, so yeah. you're going to get a, a, a bit more adult skewed Marvel content on Hulu. So. And then the two that were announced today yep. were Ghost Rider. Yep. And uh Hellstrom. An easy one. The Hellstrom thing did my head in. Why? Because he's not the son of Satan. Hellstrom actually made a, a prominent appearance in our uh, Hellboy issue in our yep. demon uh countdown. Yep. I know. Yeah. If I'm you want to get the skinny him. on that guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna
2: have him as some cheeky little chap. Mm. With a little bit of a, oh, I'm a bit naughty, me. No, he's the son of Satan. Yeah, he's and he's the, not. Uh, he's not yeah. going to be
3: in this. Are you yeah. saying? Yeah.
2: How do you know this? You um, I don't know. I just heard the, the, um, you know, the narrative and the plot does not sound like he's the son of Satan. It's... I mean, Damon Hellstrom came up and uh, out of nowhere, and Stanley decided, yeah, we're going to have the Son of Satan here. Yeah, the and comic he was book great. is yeah, the yeah. Son of Satan, isn't Indi- it? Marvelous indeed, yeah, so he's Hellstrom.
3: <coughs> oh,
2: my me. God, my so God, Gabriel I, want Luna.
3: I want the Son of Satan. Gabriel Luna is reprising Ghost Rider, isn't he? Yes, he is. In this. So that's me good. So I'm that's uh, Agents yep. of S.H.I.E.L.D., a uh, little bit of commitment to yep. those guys yep. that, you know, Their stuff was canon, even though they were completely left out of Endgame for some mysterious reason. This
2: is what does my head. I tell
3: you who wasn't left out of Endgame, which I learned today. Go on, this will blow your mind. Go on, then. Howard the Duck is in the final battle. Is he? Yep. Apparently so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look out for him next time you go go see it. Well, Um, well, the.
2: Have you heard what's been going on with Ghost Rider in the Marvel comics?
3: Uh, He's Cosmic Ghost Rider Cosmic
2: Ghost Rider is, um, yeah, he's trying to raise Thanos, yeah, as a step, as a foster child. Is it a comedy uh, book? uh, No, it's not. And it all goes wrong, and the entire universe is in peril right now, and I don't know where it ends. I'm a little periled out oh, this is massive peril, this, you know. I'm just saying, um, yeah, Damon Hellstrom is the son of Satan. When I was a kid, I watched him, uh, I watched the images of him, and I'm like, oh, my God. Then it's like that, yeah, okay, you know, Satan wants to do what everybody wants to do. They want to have some kids, and, uh, yeah, there's going to be one that goes, nah, I'm I'm not doing what you're into, nah, you know. Yeah, literally all my kids I have done that.
3: I, yeah, I don't yeah. have
2: any, so I, I'm not. They're the son of my kids are the son of Satan, son of Mike. Yeah, they are, and they've they've rebelled. <laughs> yeah, they're not having anything. Okay, they're not doing anything.
3: <laughs> In other small screen spy, uh Marvel news, we've got confirmation now that Into the Spider Verse is oh, expanding. Yeah. Yep, the studio started rumbling then. Oh, is it, expanding? it Can is you it feel expanding? that rumble? I did, yeah. I did. How strange. It's your, your power you've got. Yeah. That all power you, or to you've pissed it. off, Satan. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord yeah. have been given the, uh, the, the go-ahead to develop this. We all loved Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. didn't we? This is exciting news. A Sony Spider-Man series, though. They haven't said what they're going to do. Well, yeah, but it's gonna—it's animated, and it's uh, Spider-Verse-centric. Yeah, they they with, haven't confirmed that, though. With the right, they have. Have they? Yeah. Okay. With the,
4: well, yeah. I
2: thought they'd... Um, Lord they'd and Miller said, are in charge. Okay, right, okay. Because I thought they said that we're going to bring the Spider-Man property, you
3: know, to the masses, sort of. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. I think you... I don't know. You might be misremembering that.
2: Oh well, I read it before, and um they were saying, "Yep, we're, yep." Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> I'm good.
3: Uh, Agents of Shield is coming back. You know, May tenth, they've revealed yeah, No, that. no, not in this country
2: though. Yeah, yeah. forget that. No, I don't know no, where you'd right. see it in this we're gonna country. We're going to download it, and it's going to
3: be fine again. And we'll tell you. Don't exactly say that. what's going on. Tell you what, Phil. Talking of Phil Lord and Chris Miller uh yeah. they were famously um booted off uh a solo weren't they solo yep. of a star wars story. oh yeah yeah ron howard now, came in and now i'm thinking
2: they f- were well, i sort of thinking, you know, oh, maybe we should have just gone with that that weird thing that we didn't understand maybe it would have made money i don't
3: know i do yeah. no of mm. course not the the outcome would have been worse Anyway, I am sure. You can't be sure. (laughs) I I I can be. I can be. Because it's not that universe. You can't go there and go, oh, I just watched what happened and that's rubbish. But, Mike, we have to, it's our jobs to, you know, come at things with our professional opinion. Yeah. And so I I do know. Yeah. 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 No. It was. From the stories I've heard. Exactly, Mike. um... Star Wars doesn't need improv comedy, okay? These guys are clearly geniuses. They promised yeah. something yeah. and they couldn't deliver it, and they deliberated They're and not, deliberated and yeah. deliberated, and then gave them warning, and then had to uh, they, part ways. Yeah, they, they had to give they them. They weren't the just Trank though. It's, they did. They did. Maybe they learned from the, the mistake. You know. Yeah, I yeah. want to. I
2: want to get Trank wanna around. Out. I want
3: to. I want to reach out to Trank uh he's back with a new movie All he's right, done a new really? movie yeah hell, yeah bloody hell because um, i wanted to be his comeback guy no no he's he's fine he's okay. he's done a he's sure? done a lower budget movie yeah yeah right. yeah yeah he's yeah, back, yeah. He's much, back, he's much back lower. shortly uh How studios lower? have learned now look at brian singer on um on uh bohemian Rhapsody. on someone's lap yeah get you know do one anyway I was going to do really smooth, slick link into some breaking news involving Ron Howard, who who famously replaced Lord and Miller. He's Richie Cunningham to me. Anyway, um, it's just been revealed that Willow is coming back. Okay, but in the form of a TV show. Okay, guess where? Don't know. Disney Plus. Of course. Yeah. So that's exciting. Apparently, John Caston is. is is working uh, on the uh, scripts for that right now. So, DC. Oh, they're God, watching back this.
4: To no, no, no. I'm saying DC. There's no escape. No, there is. There is. Because DC don't just do superhero stuff. But they're watching
2: this. And they must be thinking, ah,
4: shit. What are we going to do? They're
2: watching what? All this action. Willow. No, the action on other streaming <laughs> services. Like Ubi, Ubi,
3: yeah, Mooby. Sorry, I don't know. Is that something to do with Just Trunk?
2: Uh, no, it's not. It's the um, I know what it's it is. the art house one. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, but do you is good. Do you want a trial? I can no, get you I'm in there. Fine. Get you a discount d- code.
3: No, I'm behind on so much now. I don't need another streaming site. Oh come on! No. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's exciting, isn't it, Willow? Returning. Oh
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, they always loved her in Buffy. I thought it was brilliant. So uh, yeah, talking of Buffy, Angel. They released an Angel comic book. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't. Just recently. Uh, surprise. Who did been, that then? Were Boom Studios. Right, okay. Yeah, who uh they, those are the, that's the label who've now they now own all the Fox properties, don't they? Yeah. I'm up to um, issue three of Buffy. Right. Any more clues?
2: Um No, yeah, I you got Any? it right. You got it right. You got it right. Oh did I? Yeah, but we can't say on here.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: That comic book is not a straightforward um, um, narrative of what is going on in this rebooted Buffy with smartphones in the new era.
3: Right. Yeah. Okay. You got there's, it right. There's
2: more to it. I'm sure you got it right. Thank God uh, for that. I'll put money on it, in fact. I really would. I wish there was.
3: William Hill will not take a bet on this, unlike the Oscars. Really? We know yeah. a Bucky. A Bucky listens to this. His name's Paul.
1: All oh, right. Okay. He, yeah, he may be oh. able to
3: sort you out with see, that. That's the thing. That's uh, what you need. Anyway, they've they've launched Angel now to go alongside, run alongside uh, uh, Buffy. Okay. Uh, the boom Buffy book. What is the uh, narrative on that? Who knows? Not seeing it. Okay. No, boy, it's exciting, isn't it? We're going to see it this week. See what? Well, we're going to read it this week, aren't we? I don't know when it's out.
2: We're going to read it soon. <laughs> Angel, My God, it. I'm just trying to be cool. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being unseated at every.
4: Oh, I
3: tell dear. you what else has been unseated. Yes, Fantastic Beasts three. It's no, no well, longer coming out in 2020 now. Well, I heard this. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. been bumped to 2021. Do you think okay. people are getting a bit nervous about that franchise? Yeah. See, the fans did not appreciate what they did with the canon in that last one. Right. Yeah. Explain. Uh, oh god. I don't know. I'm not I'm not interested in the Harry Potter universe. You can't
4: say that.
3: What do you mean? They didn't they, did,
2: they didn't appreciate what they did in that and you go, "Obviously, I'm going to go what did they do?" And then you go, "Oh, no idea.
3: But they changed yeah, I don't know the names of these characters though, but apparently they introduced uh, stuff that, you know, um, actually changed the, that character's arc but I struggled to watch the
2: Harry bloody Potter movies then this came out and then I went oh I'm not watching Fantastic Beasts I've been, I've been bitten too many times and then you said literally well,
4: go and see it this is alright this is good By so Peter I went Duncan.
2: okay okay what well, is Peter Duncan in this?
3: no but you said you've been bitten Oh, so
2: by, Peter times. Yeah, we, yeah, by Peter, literally, yeah, by Peter. Well, yeah, we didn't know he was trying Duncan. to be Peter Duncan. I don't know. Yeah. Have you thought that maybe um, it affected me in some way? You what, know, that bite? That I got a virus. And yeah, then every And then I went, I need to get a magazine. I need to get a magazine. I've got a fever. I need to get a magazine. Maybe it was all Peter Duncan's fault.
3: Let's do a radio show, even yep. though neither of all us of it. No are idea. not professional. Still,
2: still not there
3: um, yet. Yeah. No,
2: absolutely not. That
3: would explain a lot you Oh know? yes. Yeah. Should we leave it there? Maybe. Yeah. Is there
2: one last piece of awesome, like mind exploding news that we can end on that, that that if we mention this, people's lives will forever change.
3: Definitely. I mean right. what absolutely. do you reckon? Remember the um, the big oily, muscly bloke from Lost Boys playing the saxophone.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, July twelfth, yeah. he begins his uh, American tour for his new album. I'm looking down at my notes. Oh, Blood shit. on the reed. Really? Does yeah. He? Let's with any luck.
2: Fucking hell.
3: Let's let's all go to Tim uh, Capella's uh, oh, website God. and uh, and beg him oh, to come. Jesus. To the UK. Jesus. And play at Satan's Hollow wouldn't that be fantastic I, just, let's start a campaign I, right here blood the on the fantastic, reed but it would be it would be
2: interesting yeah Um I d- this is let's one of him, them let get him gyrating think, over it I here. think I think maybe at this point we should bugger off um, I've been Mike he's been Chris and and that guy shouldn't be really touring and we'll see you next week
1: Tumbling through A thousand
0: centuries You don't know where you land It's a so dark In mythology Treasures of history To be found Near the legends of time
4: All the handiworks Remain Only the dream
0: All right.
1: been listening to starburst radio the greatest radio show in the universe every wednesday 9 p.m until 11 p.m exclusive to fab radio international starburst radio is sponsored by fab cafe tv and movie theme bar portland street manchester